1: Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh with the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers six Baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Troy Hunter Jr.
2: You're listening to the All Angels podcast. Yeah. Welcome to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am Down Garcia, and happy holidays from all of us here at the All Angels Podcast and Halo Haven. So for this episode, I want to rebroadcast or, or put back out there for new listeners that maybe didn't hear last year was my interview with Mark Gubiza, and obviously um, anyone that follows him on his Twitter or Instagram realizes how big of a fan of the holidays Mark is, and especially this time, Christmas time, he is a huge Christmas fan, and we got into into that um, last year, talked to him about it. So uh, I had a lot of fun with that interview, and, and it seemed to have a lot of fun with everyone seemed to really enjoy it, who listened to it, got a lot of feedback from it. So I thought it was a good idea to um, put it back out there and see how maybe new listeners enjoy it. But again, uh, this is myself and Mark Gubiza last year talking about his uh, Christmas Enthusiastic and where it came from. Uh, here it is. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to get to the game this year, but you can still be in the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaches props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to BetOnline today to use promo code ARMCHAIR. Again, it's promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbooks experts. It is the holiday season. If anyone that follows you at all on Insta or on uh, your Twitter, Mark at Mark Gubza, knows that you're a a fan of Christmas and just kind of the holidays in general. I want to ask. First thing I want to ask is where that come from? Is that something you had growing up? Something that your parents put in you? Where Where did that come from?
1: Well, I mean, my mom was, uh she was an incredible Christmas enthusiast. Uh You know, we start, she started decorating, you know, soon as, you know, we got, it was a little bit different. Now. I'm a little bit more crazy than she even was when it came to decorating. She waited till like that day after Thanksgiving and boom, everything was up. And uh my dad was a mailman, so he was extremely busy during that time of the year because, you know, as, as you all know, all this stuff again getting delivered in the mail. Is, even before then, before Amazon and all these other things, everything was delivered on the mail. No he knew UPS or FedEx, none of those things. So everything was by the Postal Service. So he was in, incredibly busy. But also, he would come home after work, even though he was walking and walking all over the place, delivering packages and, and envelopes, that uh, just to people, the smiles they had on their face, and the stories that they were so excited they got these letters or these packages he was able to bring that home even though he was extremely tired but my mom was like, unbelievable with all this stuff all the decorations and i still have a number of things that from their old you know my old house back in philly where i have here out in california uh they've both been gone for a lot of years but uh e- even my three older brothers they're it's it's crazy cuz every time i ever talk to anybody that's you know associate with myself or my brother to say man you guys are crazy when it comes to all the holidays but Christmas in particular and I I actually started the day after Halloween I started putting stuff out a little bit at a time and finally like my wife will go okay you can go ahead and and do your usual so then I eventually had everything out and, and put stuff ready to go lit up even before Thanksgiving with Thanksgiving being as late as it was this year you know, I put a lot of pressure on to be able to make sure everything was ready to go because you don't have as many weekends before Christmas now. But, uh, I mean, I love, you know, I watched It's a Wonderful Life the other day, followed by Santa Claus coming to town to Rudolph the red Nose Reindeer and the Grinch is on tonight. I mean, I, I don't miss any of them, even the old school ones, the new ones from Christmas Vacation. Well, that not that that's new anymore, but Elf, and, you know, every one of them. And, uh, you know, it's crazy because even though my kids are at that age or like that, really, we're going to watch that? They still sit down there with me all the time, all the way through every one of even the cartoon ones. So that's what I did with my mom and dad. Literally, I could be out playing basketball or hockey up at the schoolyard back home in Philly. But I knew once eight o'clock came around, I was running home because that you know I was before you know these shows were on a thousand times Christmas season, or you can get them on VHS and all that stuff. So you had to make sure when they came on, you weren't missing. It. And I never missed it no matter what, even though my buddies at the schoolyard would go. Now where are you going now? I said I gotta go home and watch that, and and they like laughed at me. But before long, they were running home doing the same thing.
2: <laughs> That's great. Uh, you know, with Christmas, like you said, Thanksgiving being later this year, and starting from October, from from Halloween till when is okay? Start Halloween. When is the final like? Ta da! Like it's like uh I believe it is uh the Griswold, and when he flips the switch and the light, and then the the lights go on, and it's just a huge thing. When is that final kind of ta da moment for you? Like when is that around? Is that after Thanksgiving, before Thanksgiving, when everything's out there and then just ready to show off?
1: Well, I, I would love to say it's after Thanksgiving because that would be like like I, I always read on Twitter and stuff like that, like. I can't believe they're playing the Christmas music already, like on Coast One and Three Point Five. I mean, they were even putting it on earlier and earlier. And I was like, "All right, I'm, I'm pretty pumped up." So I was, as soon as that music's getting started on on the radio, which you know, I'm know, you know, I'm sounding old again. I, not many people listen to the radio as much anymore either. They're already they're listening to their phones on their cars and all that jazz. But um, I was, as soon as that music was playing, I was already done. So I have to admit, I was well before Thanksgiving. As much as I hate to say that, I was well before Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> now, you being, you know, a, a, an athlete and everything like that, is there a certain part of you that competes with, say, your neighbors? If, you know, your neighbor next to you gets a brand new, whatever display, is there some part of inside you where you're like, ooh, I have to go out there and maybe get something new?
1: Uh yeah. <laughs> and you're always wanting It's almost like every one of those uh, Christmas movies out there where you're trying to compete, make sure your lights are as good or if not better than your neighbors. But, Uh, as far as the outdoor lighting part, I don't go as nuts on that, even though I had that, my lights were already up well before Thanksgiving and they were on, I think the 21st this year of November, they were already on, but, uh, and I've noticed a, a number of houses around the neighborhood too, have been on the last couple of days, which is earlier than normal, but, uh, like I'll, I'll try to find some like old school, you know, Fairly good size figurines. I put out there in my in my front yard too. I got these things at, uh, off a catalog one time. There are three elves, and and they're pretty good sized elves. So I have them out in front. I have a obviously a couple frosty to snowman and things like that all around. So I do that. But my main part of it is is all the stuff I have in the house. Like I said, I have some old school stuff from my parents till the very you know most you know modern of uh, Christmas decorations. And I and I do. Everything myself. I mean, every, you know, my son will help me out on occasion, but uh, I mo- I'm mostly doing it. And I, I go in different phases because it's not easy getting up and down from in the attic and all the other stuff. I'm thinking of myself, of Clark Griswold wait for that ladder to come down and hit me right in the head as I as I pull that down, many many times." So getting up in the attic and I have three or four other different areas in my house where I have stuff stored that uh you know it, it's a process it's, i can't get i there's no way on earth i can ever get it done in one day so it takes me two or three days to get everything set up i, I kind of switch some things around so it make look like it's completely different than the year before so but it's it's something i i, I love to do uh when, when people come over or when the kids you know see that once again or because my one girl is over in in kansas university of kansas so when she comes home she just goes not seeing it all over again so it's it's great. And my oldest one, she's married, so she stops by, you know, once a week and, and just to see the smile on her face. And she's turned in exactly where, the way I am because she had her house with her with her husband decorated up well before Thanksgiving and she sends me pictures. So it's kind of a, and my son's the same way and and, and my daughter's already, you know, she decorated her place out in her house, out, at the apartment I should say out in KU right away too. So it's kind of something I think they're all a little, that tradition will carry on that I learned from my mom, and, and she learned from my my grandmom as well, that she, you know, made sure they had incredible decorations. I have a couple of decorations from things from my grandfather who came over from Hungary, believe it or not, back in, well, I guess it would be the early 19, like 1919 or so. And wow, that's really and cool. I have a couple of little things like that still around. I kind of keep them in areas where I, I can make sure that it doesn't get messed up or, you know, get knocked over or anything like that. So I have some old school stuff yet, uh, and stuff that have a lot of meaning to me, especially because all of them are gone now. They all have been gone for years. That I still, when I bring them out, it feels like they're still part of my our Christmases here.
2: You're talking about the interior of your house. Are we talking multiple trees, different trees in different part of the of the house, or how many how many trees? If we walk into the Mark Lubeza household, how many trees are we are we seeing?
1: Well, I mean, there's uh, a <laughs> I have a number of different trees throughout the house and I have them, you know, they could be smaller ones, bigger ones, you know, different colors and stuff. So I'm trying to think, Uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, maybe eight or nine, maybe 10. I might even be on the low end, but some of them are just a foot tall, you know, the main one about 12 feet tall and then a couple other ones here and there, yeah, spread out throughout. So
2: you talked about your family and your daughters and your son. Uh, Christmas traditions are big. I mean, my mom loves getting photos of me and my wife, like in matching pajamas, in front of the Christmas tree. That's kind of like her thing. Is there any kind of tradition that maybe you've had when you were a kid that you try to carry on now with your family?
1: Uh, you know, the, the best thing, at it, some point between me and you, and I'm sure everyone listening now, that uh, <laughs> yeah, just me, I'm going to write a book about how. I felt it was the greatest thing ever when I was growing up because uh, my my one aunt made these homemade stockings and they were like little Santa Clauses, but they had a hole in the back where you you put all the you know the regular stocking stuff in there, whether it's a toothbrush, your underwear, and all this other stuff. But part of the Hungarian tradition would be there was always a, a tangerine in there and, and some kind of fish. It was usually some can of sardines that none of us ate, but it was in there as far as tradition. And my mom literally wrapped every single thing that was in my, in our stockings in white tissue paper. So you couldn't even see it. So she would put it, they put them outside our bedroom and it was, uh, it was, we had two bedrooms, uh, three of us in one room and one in the other. It was a pretty small house. We grew up in Philly and, uh, literally we, you know, we go to bed. There was nothing there. They, they did the stocking and she wrapped up literally every night putting it all together Put it. I mean, obviously, put it outside when we were we we're pretending we were asleep, and we had no tree, zero tree. Wake up in the morning. Here's a here's the tree, completely decorated with the presents underneath it. And I was like, I don't know how they did it. They did it for years and years and years. Where you know, like I said, my dad was a mailman, so he's working Christmas Eve till six o'clock at night, still delivering mail, yet somehow had the energy enough to hide the Christmas tree from us, cause, and he would wait because he always took around and he got the best bargain at Christmas Eve. I'm sure you can get a Christmas tree for nothing, mm-hmm. really. But it was always an, an amazing tree where here you are, you're putting it in the stand, putting it in the house, decorating, putting all the bulbs and lights on it all while we're asleep. And So, I mean, this is all being done at 12 o'clock or later on Christmas Eve and the Christmas Day. So then we all walked down in our Christmas pajamas, I'd be the last one because I was the youngest. All four of us will go down, and then it, and I still remember just the look on all our faces when you see this tree. It didn't even matter what kind of gifts you got, really, because you see the tree, how beautiful it was, and then you, then you don't even see, you just at that point you're thinking, okay, Santa Claus did deliver the tree and everything else that when you're younger, but just to see and and look back, I go, how were they able to do that? And I, you know, my my older brother tried that early on, but he says, you know what, Ed, it was so exhausting, and there was no way he could do it. <laughs> I can only imagine, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I still have, it's crazy, because my aunt eventually made the same stockings that I had, and you know, it's really hard to describe, because it's a, not a regular stocking where you would hang on you know, the fireplace. It was like a little bulky little Santa, but it was all, uh you know, basically cloth where you, it's it stretched, so you could put a lot of stuff in there, and uh, we, you know, she made them all for my kids and stuff like that. So I still have it down there and we still have, you know, we just got our matching pajamas in a, again, even with her because we have a dog now and, and one for her too as well. So we'll have them. I don't know if I, <laughs> I don't know if it'll make it out on Twitter or not, that picture Christmas morning, all of us in pajamas or not, but we'll, that will remain to be seen. I'm sure somehow my, my daughter or my wife will have it out on one of those other social media outlets, but it'll, uh, it'll be we'll early. see on that. Yeah, everything exactly. seems to leak
2: nowadays. So maybe that be the next the next thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
2: You know, and it's cool. It's something that the Angels have been doing for, I believe, a handful of years now. Is they're halfway to Christmas, um, you know, uh, weekend, and you get you know pretty involved in that weekend as far as uh, your dress. From I believe this last year, you were the, the bunny from uh, the Christmas Story, but also you, yeah elf you've been you know you and and victor been like jack frost the characters from jack frost um you know first who comes there are some things that are too good to keep a
3: secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events
2: Tommy and JJ discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in. And you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
0: CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you.
2: up with the idea of what to dress up as and how hard is it to get victor kind of like come on let's let's you know do like a, a group thing
1: yeah you know i usually you know i'll even you know i'm, I'm actually already thinking about what we're going to do next year on halfway to christmas and uh you know victor's been on board with it for a while now it's like you know even the, you know the number of the employees for the angels just come around and they're thinking god these guys are crazy but uh I I, use, I I'll bring a couple of stuff I have in the house and put it in. And I'll decorate my the booth there as well. That I, I love it so much. Everyone knows it, and so they just kind of play along with it. You know, everyone's thinking, you know, man, this is you're still six months away, but you know, I I've always I I love Christmas so much. I can't wait to do it. I mean, that time I, I'll never forget walking out to, you know, the desk out there by the big hat to see my buddy the elf outfit. You know, and I remember because they were filming it, and I'm thinking. I didn't do it on purpose but I you know end up having that goofy walk that uh you know Will Ferrell had it, as far as buddy the elf walking out there that little walk he had and and I remember geez, it was hot too cuz the wig and everything else with the hat on it was like, it felt like it was a million degrees and and then I remember Ken French was out there he was just laughing so hard and we still I still have the picture of me and Frenchie together with that one and that was pretty cool and you know and you know the when we did the the Heat Miser and the Snow Miser from A uh, Year Without a Santa Claus. That was pretty cool, and you know it's, it, it gets tougher. We, we the the one we had a blast with because we had deer and everything there. We were uh, Cousin Eddie and, and Clark Griswold. This was a while ago, and I had the you know the moose uh, you know cup there with the you know hold the eggnog and everything else, and I had the the white shirt with the little black dicky you know underneath the shirt there to make it look authentic and everything else, and the white loafers and all the other stuff that Cousin Eddie had, and. And, and Victor had the Clark Griswold, you know, shirt on. And, and we even scripted out some pretty good lines for it. So it was, it was pretty cool how we, we set that one up. And, and this happened to be where you if you've been to the stadium there at that time, they had the deer and everything around. So they were all around us as well. So, uh, it couldn't, we couldn't get any better. So we'll have to try to come up when I have some pretty good ideas, but I want to give it up and give it out so far for, for next year. But, uh, you know, last year, and wa- walking out to the front desk with a, a rabbit suit on was, <laughs> that was pretty interesting as well, especially with the glasses and everything else, and I'm thinking, oh, man, uh, I don't know how good this is going to be because some people, you know, if you don't remember, it's, you know, if you have tickets and you're just going to a game itself and you don't even realize it's halfway the Christmas, you're, you're seeing some guy walk around with a uh, pink rabbit suit on, you're thinking, uh, what's wrong with this guy?
2: Yeah, I mean, especially because you know the 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 influx of of, of you know uh, foreign uh, fans come to see Otani and stuff like that, and if they come on this weekend and they don't realize what's going on, yeah, it, it could be kind of a, a shock to see a, a, a six foot you know six a guy over six foot uh, in a pink bunny outfit would be pretty uh, yeah. pretty shocking. I mean, holidays in general, you can't get away from the food. Uh, is there any kind of food that you might only have? During this time of year, whether it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, that you really look forward to.
1: Uh, you know, you know, besides the obvious ones, the turkeys and the hams and all that stuff, the one thing my mom did every time when the Grinch—this is the cartoon version with Boris Karloff with the, with the voice—she uh, made homemade homemade oatmeal cookies. So I mean, and and she had a recipe. And she made them. I, we we make them all the time. Me and, you know my sons loves to cook himself. So whenever that's on TV, we kind of try to correlate it, kind of keep that tradition going. But oatmeal cookies for me are the most unbelievable thing. And yeah, so that would probably be my my must have during the during the. I mean, I can eat. them. Believe me, I can eat oatmeal cookies all throughout the year. But for whatever reason, they taste way better at Christmas time for me. So that that's the one thing. I absolutely have to have is my oatmeal cookies during the holiday season.
2: Now you've mentioned a handful of different Christmas movies, whether you know, you'd be elf we talked about the Christmas story, um, Grinch, all that stuff. So I'm gonna try I'm gonna try to pin you down. I don't know how successful I'm gonna be, but if you had to pick your favorite uh Christmas movie, what would it be?
1: Wow. <sighs> That, you know, because I I did that last year just to see how people would react on Twitter, just to throw that out there, which, you know, and, you know, I can go for, I mean, I I absolutely love Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I absolutely love it. Everything about it, uh, you know, Rudolph being an underdog, a misfit and all that other stuff, and all of a sudden he becomes a hero in the end. It's pretty cool. Uh, It's a wonderful life. Although the crazy thing is, as much as I love it, and as much as my kids love it, I never really saw it a whole lot when I was growing up. Uh, so I, it's kind of, it, even though it's an old, old, old movie, it's it's such a classic. And, and I was just driving right by Encino Park where they actually made a majority of that movie. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, why would they not put a sign out there saying this is where, it's you know, it's a wonderful life. A majority of that, that whole town was, like, built on that park there in, in Encino, which is, you know, in the San Fernando Valley here, which is crazy. But uh, you know, but I, I still I love White Christmas with Bing Crosby and Danny Kay. I mean, you know, I, I think just the music, the costumes, that song itself, in the end, uh, I, I always I always say It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite. But then, it, then once I, you know, when they start singing, especially when Danny Kay and, and Bing Crosby sing Sisters, when, uh, I'm out of my mind, laughing my head off. I, I love White Christmas, but. If you, if, depending on the genre, uh, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I, I, you're, I'm, I'm naming them all out of my mind here. <laughs> Christmas Vacation is like, I, I cannot stop laughing. Elf is, for me, it's off the chart. Even the new Grinch with, uh, you know, the movie is, is great. Uh, so boy, I, I'll tell you, it's a tough one, but I, if I had to watch, if there was one I, I had to watch each year where I would feel miserable, if I didn't, it would probably be It's a Wonderful Life. I just love Jimmy Stewart's a Pennsylvania guy. He grew up in Pennsylvania. I think the whole story, and then it, I've read some recent stuff about, you know, he he was a war hero, and then he went through a lot coming back from the, from the war, that a lot of the acting he did in that movie were, was not really far-fetched of how he was feeling. So I, I think I leaned a little bit more towards It's a Wonderful Life, even though I, I'm really showing my age by doing that.
2: Now those are all solid, those solid uh, picks. Uh, so like some of those older movies, like you mentioned, do they kind of have more? Do you see uh, not? I don't want to say see more into it, but like understand it more and kind of mean more as you get older and you start having your family, and, and, and then maybe as you, like you said, because you didn't really see it a whole lot as a kid. But do you think it starts meaning a little bit more once you get older and, and start forming a family?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think part of it is because there's always some warm feeling to it, or. There could be a family member that's no longer with you that that you kind of you kind of miss it. I don't know if you've seen this one commercial. I think it's for boy, what is it for? Uh Where they have this, uh, it's like, maybe it's Portal or one of those where they're taking a photo of the grand the, for grand for the grandpop. They have him all the families there and, and the two granddaughters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who, and the I, at the, I, the very the end iPad, they, they yeah. take a picture of that where the the, mo- the grandma was no longer with her, but they were able to superimposer in there and they showed her like she's still part of the family even though she's not those type of things I mean I mean I I love you know Holiday Inn real old school movies like that too you know but uh uh, what's the one with with Hugh Grant uh what's it uh no no Cary Grant I should say not Hugh Grant Cary Grant The Preacher's Wife I think it's called way back I mean there's so many Really cool ones, the old school ones, because they're not on as much. I can catch them at night when I'm going to sleep. Uh, and, I, and I'll have to admit this: the minute the Hallmark Channel played Christmas movies, I have both both the stations I have on all night long. Believe me, all <laughs> night. And, and that comes on the day after, you know, uh, Halloween this year. So there, I, I actually know every one of them. I feel like they're all every one of the actors and actresses on those things are a part of my family because I watch them every single night.
2: Well, that's kind of how uh, I guess us fans would feel about the Angels teams watching them, you know, every night, baseball being like almost an everyday sport. After a while, you just kind of feel like you know the person, even though maybe you've only seen them in person a couple of times, but through the TV, you know, like you said, like uh, almost every night. Um, Marcus has been great. Thank you very much. Last question I'm going to ask you, Die Hard, Christmas movie, non-Christmas
1: movie. (laughs) You know what? Somebody asked me that the other day. I said, it's like Gremlins too. Uh, Christmas movie because of the music. And then this, you know, the sentimental part of, at the end. Yes. Uh, you know, that's why I, I'm going with the Christmas movie. Uh, a little it's like, it's like Krampus. That's, uh, technically a Christmas movie as well. My son had me watching it. I'm like, wow, that's not the, the ideal Christmas movie. Right. But if you, if you play a, a song, it's like any of them, like from Home Alone. I just got done watching Home Alone too. If you play a Christmas song, it's a Christmas movie to me.
2: All right. Mark Gubazov said it, so it must be true. Thank you, Mark, once again uh, for your time and just, you know, having, having a little fun and, and kind of zigging when most people zag when it comes to this kind of stuff. Thank you very much.
1: You got a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone out there. And, and like I said, enjoy the family because that's what it's all about is being with your family.
3: Ho, 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 fellas. Naughty or nice, tis the season to perform. You are in luck because Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle that makes for the perfect gift. Now, imagine opening an attractive box that says, Your balls will thank you, with the most sought-after gadgets and scents a person could find. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Look, guys, 79% of partners' polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Why not use the best tools for the job here? This bundle includes the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body. That's a triple threat right there, guys. <laughs> it is. I mean, you can't go wrong. Balls, butt, and body. The dads can't stop talking about this, and the teens secretly buy this. Teens try to act like they're cool, but they buy this. Alright, they buy it, believe me. And women, (laughs) they will love you for it. Tis the season of Manscaped, so go get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all. The Manscaped Performance Package. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations. The Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. It's crucial that you maximize your ball hygiene routine, fellas. Get the performance package now and receive their two free gifts the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag the performance package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer and is hot off the shelves get 20% off plus free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com Thank you, Manscaped, for making our holes look sexy. Get 20% off free shipping with code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds and make your Santa proud.
2: And I want to thank Mark Ubs again for uh, taking time out, not only on that time where you guys listened to about the holiday season last year, but, you know, since then we've had him on probably like three two or three times since then. Um, so I'd like to thank Mark for taking time out for that too. And um, kind of now moving forward, uh, going into 2021, uh, this will probably be our last podcast of 2020. Um, and then we'll come back 2021 and really start um, getting out of doing it more. Obviously, we've taken a little time off in, October or in uh, November, December. Uh, but now with January right around the corner and the theory, the idea that guys are going to start signing more – Um, in that new year whether it's with the angels or with other teams gives us a lot more to talk about and and honestly probably bring in a lot more guests um and that's what i'm really looking forward to doing so uh once 2021 hits we're planning to kind of get more and more back involved until we get close to that spring training date and and we kind of hit it full go but um again we want to thank all our listeners all our fans that have been with us since day one and all the new ones that have come along Through the journey of 2020, whether, uh, it was during the season or, or, you know, maybe even before the season when we're, you're just looking for some kind of a baseball content. And, and if you found it with us, we want to thank you again. And we are really looking forward to 2021 and bringing new things, uh, to our fans and including if you followed our last podcast, doing a lot of more live streaming as we do it on our Facebook, our Twitter and our YouTube page. So again, uh, look for our, facebook page the halo haven facebook page look for our halo underscore haven twitter page and our all angels podcast youtube page and as we start doing more and more um live streaming that's where it's going to be with all of us or maybe just me and johnny or, or or guests even too so uh check that out coming into 2021 uh but really really looking forward to it and again always follow us on halo underscore haven on instagram twitter uh Email us at podcast at gmail.com. Again, once the new year hits, we're going to start getting more and more into uh, what's going on with Angels baseball and Major League Baseball because by then we'll have more signings and and probably have a better idea of where guys are going and how this team is going to um, look going into the 2021 season. Happy holidays. Thank you very much for... uh, Spending this last year with us and uh even some of you guys even longer than that we really really appreciate it and we are really looking forward to 2021 until next time i am don garcia have a good day